For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcasts and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is the sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm, and you are later there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Joe, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Vitez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fans as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, 
and wrestling, check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get, get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. What's up, ladies, stars, and stars? This is former WWE diva Maria Kanellis and current first lady of Ring of Honor, and you are listening to In the Room. Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change No matter Alright uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back It's In The Room On the VOC Nation Radio Network at VOCNation.com uh, We are live and we are on the air Once again So excited to talk with all of you guys And we have a great show planned I can't wait to dive right in. I'm Brady Hicks. Uh, I'm joined once again by the lovely Kathy Hicks. What's going on, Kathy? Not much, Brady. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm doing very well. You know, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I, I was exhausted all day. I, I didn't sleep real well last night, but that usually lends to uh, being crazy amped up, which is, like, really a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> yes, but it I is. crash well with it. Uh, also joining us, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, our good friend Papa Stro. How you doing, man? Oh, great. I, I can relate because I've had a long weekend of filming on set. It's <laughs> great to be back here with you guys. Any uh, any special projects coming up? Uh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with some sets this past weekend for... Uh, uh, Tales from Echo Lake, actually, that's going to be uh, coming okay. out uh, hopefully later on this year. So, uh, look, looking forward to that. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Okay, definitely. We'll we'll have to uh, keep everybody attuned to that as we get closer. Uh, also joining us, uh, our good friend Maniac Matt Grimm, once again. What's going on, Matt? Hey, I'm just still trying to recover from the time shift over the weekend. That's about it. Yeah, that always oh, knocks oh me. Oh Lord, yes. I never understand why it would, but it does. I, I have no idea. Um, Painful. <laughs> Painful. Not nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I want to point out for the benefit of those who are watching on YouTube, uh, because of course I, you should check it out on YouTube. Uh, we're, we're up there. Uh, just search for VOC Nation. I want to point out that I'm wearing my 
uh, Andre the Giant Dre T-shirt. He's got the big sunglasses and the the, uh, the afro. I, I couldn't be happier. I, I love this shirt, and uh, it's it's perfect. So uh, you guys need to to check out the YouTube. And uh, coming soon, a, a new premium section for the website, Kathy. Uh, people will be able to subscribe on Patreon and get bonus features with some of the top shows. And uh, we'll provide more information on that later to come uh, tonight. That's great. But, uh, so, so that's just something to look forward to. Uh, in conjunction with, I'm sure you guys noticed, we have a brand new logo for VOC Nation. Uh, now, once again, kind of rebranded as VOC Wrestling Nation, which is what it was for the longest time anyway. So go to VOCNation.com, check out the new logo uh, courtesy of our, our good friends there. Uh, and like I said, lots of exciting stuff kind of coming up with the VOC Nation radio network. And I'll provide more details uh, after the first break. I also wanted to bring up real quick that for the first time, Kathy, in God, I'm going to guess since like maybe early December, we're, we have a guest. We haven't had a guest in I know, that's time. awesome. Yeah, and, and I couldn't be happier either because right. he, he's an independent guy, and uh, he's absolutely tremendous. He's going to be part of the ECWA Super 8 tournament. I believe that's uh, May 1st at the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. So tickets and information, ecwarrestling.com. So be sure to check that out. His name is Killian McMurphy, and he's going to be part of the Field of Eight this year. Uh, Killian, a great independent wrestler. I think for the longest time he was known as the uh, the partner of Sonny Kiss. Uh, but yep. beyond Sonny Kiss, I mean, he's just he means so much to uh, the independent wrestling community, and this is a an honor for him that's long overdue, in my opinion. Uh, this guy has been a, a top guy in the area for a long time, and it's great to see him finally get noticed for that. So we're going to be talking with Killian McMurphy. Uh, Matt, you know, sometimes I say uh, some guys are destined to be on television someday. I think Killian's one of those guys. And hey, you you've called it pretty accurately for a lot of people. We yeah, we we've had a lot of luck and success with this. Uh, so and I I you know I just I get the feeling with this guy. So anyway, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight. I, I see we have a couple callers on the line. Uh, we're gonna kind of spread you guys in. Uh, you know, Kathy, like you don't want to add too many spices to the sauce, you know, or it messes it up. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna use you guys sparingly, uh, but we will get to you guys all. I promise. So. <laughs> Don't want to spoil the sauce. Uh, Not too much oregano, okay? Uh, yeah, well, we got a lot of oregano yeah. in the first couple. No, I'm not kidding. Uh, so yeah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. That's the number. To, uh, I'm hungry now. Yeah, seriously, and it's been bad too. It's been bad. I I need to stop eating and start exercising again. Um, What's the pickles? Yeah, pickles would be great. <laughs> yeah, man. I um, I was planning for a bikini bod, and uh, it's looking like I'm gonna have a. I don't know, Kathy. <laughs> Probably more like a. <laughs> I wanted to be not touching that one. Sure like, where to go with that? <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't ask you to. It's. Uh... <laughs> Oh, wow. oh man. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, we also have, as we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, you know, topics introduced by members of the panel. And, uh, Matt, you had a really interesting one this week. I, I really like the concept, and I'm excited to dive right in. Why don't you, uh, why don't you have at it? 
Okay, so Vince McMahon and WWE have had, uh, let's call it the good fortune of not having had a live audience to interfere with the plans that they like to make over the last year. So for a straight year now, we've heard nothing but wrestlers that WWE wants to see be cheered get those cheers, and if they want those people to be booed, they get those boos. But yes, just just like that, piped <laughs> in and canned and wonderful. But now that we've got... <laughs> now that there's live audiences coming back, like what's, what, which... Which acts? Which acts are the audience is going to support? Which acts are they not going to support? Um, a live audiences for WWE can be somewhat unpredictable. So I've kind of started thinking about um, mm-hmm. which which acts are are going to fall flat with the fans once they're live in front of them again. It, it, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I I think the two guys on the Raw brand are going to. Uh, are probably going to be top guys, I would assume, McIntyre and Lashley, um, just because of the way they're positioned. And I, I felt like they both kind of had that momentum going anyway. Um, but I think, like, the example you used earlier, like Bray Wyatt, like, you know, I don't know that fans are necessarily going to buy into it unless they do something, like, really special there. Look, I don't know what's going to happen until it actually happens, but, I mean, my opinion, I think he's dead when he gets back, and I don't see any way – I could be wrong, but I just don't see a live audience booing Randy Orton and cheering Bray Wyatt. I just don't see that happening. It's it's strange. It is. And uh, I I actually, um, courtesy of uh, Harry, one of our callers, um, I'm kind of on the subscription list now, you know, to reserve a virtual seat for these WWE shows, and I've reserved several of them now. I haven't made one yet, so I, I guess I'm kind of like a really bad fan, but they don't seem to care. You know, they let you just kind of like save a seat just in case, so I've been doing it every show in case I'm around, and uh, they have very specific instructions for what you're allowed to do. I wonder if they wouldn't try and manipulate that when they actually come back somehow like you know like the equivalent of like you go to a game show and they have like the the applause sign you know something like that and like we do with the kids <laughs> yay kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I was looking for this I don't know either what, what do you think about that, Stro? Yeah. What What do you think happens when the crowds come back? Are they going to be able? I mean, they're not going to be able to manipulate them. And WrestleMania fans and like the the post Raw, if they do that, um, they're notoriously bad for like kind of taking over the show in a way. That's just it. I mean, it's a hit and miss with with having live fans there because and and it's a lot of things. A lot of the wrestlers feed off the reactions from the fans as well. So it's like. Yeah. You know, some nights would be better than others, apparently. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a crazy thing. What do you think about it, Kathy? Do you have any thoughts? Huh, I think it's, it's going to be weird. But, but, you know, we've gotten used to them being, <clears throat> excuse me, being staged and not real. You know. 
screens or whatever. So how are they going to do it? I think they're just going to let them back. That's, uh, I don't know. I, I With everything <clears throat> with different hotspots popping up again, I don't know how they're going to do that. See, what I don't understand, and, and nobody's been able to effectively explain this to me, uh, why can't they say that you need to get vaccinated in order to go to an event? And then you exactly. have to bring your card with an identification. Yeah. Why is that not why does that not work? I agree fully. Okay. I think they're yeah, probably that, worried that about I, I, I just question. think they're worried about bad press. Well, yeah. Bad press? Yeah. Brady, yeah. what was the conditions that you have to abide by? What do you mean? You know, you said you reserved a spot. Oh, 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 for the, the virtual. Yeah, I mean, they're stupid. They, they're stupid. It was like, um, yeah, I, I don't have it in front of me to pull it up. Uh, you have to, um, you have to have a stationary camera. It has to have a clear view. You're not allowed to use anything else um, on the same internet internet connection because if it gets spotty, then they drop you. Um, you have to preferably wear something WWE branded, although that's not a requirement. And there's a producer in your ear, supposedly, that tells you when you have to cheer and when you have to boo. What? That's crazy. Like, literally, like, yeah, you have your audience producer. It's like doing and, a commentary. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great yeah. if Vince was the one doing it, you know. Cheer, damn it, Cheer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll find a way to give everybody a headset, Matt, and then they can yell at them throughout the show what they have to do, and they can take you out if you don't listen. I I don't know. I mean, I I, I was gonna say anyway that I every WWE live show, so every televised show that I've been to since probably the mid-aughts, so like 2005, 2006, everything after that, yeah. I've just felt like a a prop in the background for a television show. I didn't feel anymore like I was actually in the arena for a live event where seemingly anything yeah. could happen. I, I mean, if, if, if anybody out there has, you know, if you guys attended – you know, Raws in like the late '90s or the early 2000s. I mean, I, I I can't imagine that your opinion is any different than mine. That the environment, the atmosphere, had changed dramatically over that 10-year period. And the last time I was at yeah. a, a Raw, I was I didn't. It wasn't even that much fun, which was unfortunate. And I list the commercials are just these dead periods where nothing happens anymore. And yeah. Well, it, it, it wasn't that way 20 years ago. It, it really wasn't. And now, I, I, I don't now, know. I, I'm wondering what kind of audience. I, I, I'm wondering what kind of audience manipulation they're going to try to pull with live fans coming back in now. If, I, I was thinking if, if they had any of those leftover uh, balloons from the old uh, Bailey entrance, they could kind of fill them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> full of those. Yeah. <laughs> the makeup. <Yeah>. For... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Start, 
start selling Excuse me. I think she. St- I think she stabbed them all. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Matt. If you remember, we were at that Raw in I think it was uh, 1998, the one where uh, Stone Cold was supposed to fight Vince McMahon, and then uh, Dude Love came out and interfered, and it was like. That was the whole hand tied behind my back thing, if you remember. And it was that was like right. it was such like an energy that carried that entire show. It, it was different. I mean, I was also at the Raw the uh, when Shawn Michaels super kicked Bret Hart out of his wheelchair, um, and <laughs> like like oh, like classic. we we Is lost that it. Like Brian we ran. Filming gave you the finger. Yes. Yep. That's that's that one. <laughs> and it's just. It's, uh, it was so much fun, nice. but it's not like yeah. that anymore. No, it, no, the live environment isn't like that anymore, which is unfortunate. It's uh, it, but I mean, again, like you said, it's like it's a television show more than anything now. It doesn't feel like a wrestling show so much. It's uh, just segments separated by commercials, and and the right. entire thing just doesn't flow is- like it used to. It's an entirely different product. I was watching. Um, I popped on the uh, the 1990 Royal Rumble the other day with Kelly in the living room. Um, Kathy and she couldn't believe the difference in the presentation between 1990 and like today. You know, yeah. she's like, you know, I don't. It's not like the biggest wrestling fan, obviously, but she um, she enjoyed that. You know, because it they they made it seem fun and all the all the personalities were colorful and interesting and, and different, and they weren't just people's, like, real names, you know? It was like, they, it, it wasn't just focused on athleticism. Athleticism is a great thing, but, you know, like anything, you don't want too much of just one thing, you know? Well, you want to sprinkle in some personality, some some fun. And, and 1990, early 1990s, WWE had a lot of, like, Interesting presentation. It was really dynamic, you know, and it's something that's just kind of missing today. It's, I don't know. Maybe they benefited from having fans. I, I, I don't know. But I was thinking about it, yeah. and um, like WrestleMania, you figure, I mean, that's a pretty massive stadium. What are they shooting for, like maybe 8,000, 10,000 fans? Maybe that? you do something like you do the old commercials from the full contact football with the golf. The yeah. golf does the golfer does a swing and then the football team tries to tackle him. The golfer runs from the team. Like they do with the wrestlers, like they do a, do a deal in the ring, and then the next thing here comes the fans chasing after him. <laughs> I love it. Oh, jeez, which is tremendous. I love it, yeah. I so like you know where they're getting like maybe eight, ten thousand fans. I'm assuming they're gonna put the Thunderdome in there with the big screen thing. I, I'm I'm assuming they are. I don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, it's. I mean, they're not gonna do cardboard cutouts of people, are they? I. I don't know. Like they do it around the The Super Bowl looked really good. Can you imagine if they put the fans, live fans, behind the Thunderdome screen so that it somewhat obscures the view of some of the people who were sitting closer? Oh, God. It, I mean, now it wouldn't I can't surprise imagine. me if they did that, but 
Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they did that if it, if they thought it would look good on television. But, I think I mean, they're still trying to figure it out, Matt. I I think we probably have put as much thought as they have into it because they they were supposed to open tickets last week and they still have yet to do it. So, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm worried we've thought about it more than they have. The clones of the fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do something. Have some hologram yeah. fans. That would be fun, you know. I hope they have me dancing like Michael Jackson. If you had me. <laughs> be great. I would do that. <laughs> little Prince, you know? Yeah, Tupac. Oh, yeah, man. Little, <laughs> <laughs> little Biggie. Better than Bad Bunny. That's small. Sure. Biggie, Biggie, yeah. Small, yeah. Biggie Small, yeah. Uh, <laughs> those were the days, Kathy. Those were gimmicks that worked. Oh, please. I'm thinking, you guys are talking Tupac or Biggie. I'm thinking BG, Beast Boys. You know, come on. Ow. Beastie Boys, yes. <laughs> Brian Beach Wilson Boys in the corner, there, right? like, watching it. Yeah, right. Oh, Beast yeah. Boys, okay. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Did you guys ever see, uh, there was a cartoon probably 20 years ago it came out. It was a, how, 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 um, how Tupac died. And it was like, the cartoon, the premise of the cartoon was that Mr. T came after him for uh, for eating his Cheetos. And he made him like little, hold up his fingers and he had the Cheetos dust all over his finger. Hey, Tupac, you ate my Cheetos. You're going to die, fool. It was great. Great commercial. Great, uh, great oh, my God. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, God. Oh, oh man. my God. <laughs> wow. Why? Because it was funny. Probably not the best, uh, <laughs> most sensitive thing in the world, but yeah, uh. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I definitely want to get you guys' thoughts on that uh, here tonight. How are the fans going to receive WrestleMania and shows going forward? And here's the other one that I haven't even brought up, Matt. But like, you know, if they bring in fans for WrestleMania, is that like a point of no return kind of thing? Like. Can they go back to just doing the Thunderdome after that, or are they going to have to have find a venue with fans every week now? Do you know what I mean? I like, don't. Is this, uh... I like they're really behind the eight ball on, on this process because, I mean, AEW figured out how to do this months ago now, and I mean, yeah, they don't ever move the venue, and there's no shift in the venue for pay per views or anything like that. But they've handled live crowds pretty well overall, but they also have the advantage of obviously Tony Khan's ownership of the Jaguars gave them a leg up into having a great venue that suits them, where WWE is just going to have to find somebody that they can shell out the money to to make it a regular thing. But then, I I don't know, is it it weird that W... I mean, AEW wasn't around all that long before the pandemic really exploded, but People are used to WWE being a traveling show, and I mean, like, right. look, what, what's going to happen? They're going to it's they're going to be in the same boat as AEW. They're going to be confined to the state of Florida year round until it's safe for people to travel again, and they're going to need to find an outdoor venue that ideally is also covered but open air, you know, to keep out you know the rain and whatnot. I, I don't know. It's just I'm sure it can be done, but. They're, they they don't have the advantage of you know Vince owning an NFL team that no 
AEW had. I don't know. Mental don't note know by an doing. NFL team. In Florida. Oh, God. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the Dolphins oh, or something. Man. Can you imagine that? I could see that. I could see that. You know Vince would buy the Cowboys if it were an option to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and he'd pack that stadium. Absolutely pack it. Uh, yeah, so uh, 914-338-1885. Again, I'm curious what everybody thinks. I, I really am. Um, are we reaching the uh, – sorry, Rep Boy's tying his uh, Stone Cold shirt into a, a bandana on his head right now, and he's got an upside-down skull, and he, he doesn't look oh, ridiculous God. at all, Kathy. Not, not even in the slightest. Uh, you, you don't want to check it out on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> or subscribe on Patreon so you can get the full uh, video version of the show. Uh, no, not necessary. Not necessary. He, he looks like um he looks like a Make a Wish kid kind of Matt. Is that bad to say? Oh yeah. my God. Uh, yeah, he does kind of. Oh. Gotta make his dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> no I knew a wrestler. That's all he knew how to do in the ring was oh. make a wish. It was so God. aggravating. Oh. Make a wish. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's tremendous. Too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. So I so I I mean it it'll it'll be fun and it'll be interesting for sure. I, I just get the feeling like they're just flying by the seat of their pants here. You know, like they really haven't figured it out yet. And even like the Hall of Fame, they're talking about like doing that from the Thunderdome and having a certain number of wrestlers from the roster there in person but they haven't even figured out the amount. And that's an outdoor venue, so that should be fairly easy. I mean, they don't have 7,000 fans, 7,000 wrestlers on. Maybe they do have 7,000 wrestlers under contract. I'm not sure the exact number, but it uh, it feels like a lot. It does. Um, so, so far, um, Molly Holly's the only one been announced. Is that it? Is that true? Yeah, which is another so thing far. that's strange. Uh, yeah. It's weird to me um, because... You know, uh, first of all, why rush it? You have this whole other class that you were going to put in last year. Why not just focus on them? Why do you need to do two classes this year? Um, people, they don't need 18 wrestlers getting in. The other thing is WrestleMania is, what, a week and a half away? A week and a half away and uh, or whatever it is, two weeks away, two and eight, whatever it is. And maybe it's more. I guess this is the 11th. So what's that? Three weeks, Kathy? We're going up as I talk. It's... um. Yeah. It's not that far away to only have one Hall of Fame inductee announced. They usually start in January. And they have, what, Fastlane on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Which is really just the trial for the uh, Peacock Network. Um, anyway, listen, I, I definitely want to talk about all this tonight. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to uh, to call in tonight and Definitely we can talk about, you know, the fans coming back and, and how WWE is going to handle this and to a certain extent how AEW handled it really well. Uh, but right now we have a very special guest on the line, and I don't want to keep him waiting. He is one of the Elite Eight in this year's ECWA Super 8 tournament, the 25th edition, which comes from the dugout, the Jersey dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. He is the one and only Killian McMurphy. Killian, do we have you on the line, man? How you doing? 
you do have me on the line. Hello, hello. It's good to be back in the the big GD room. How are you? <laughs> it's great I to have you. you. Right. We're, we're good. Yeah. I, I, listen, we haven't had a guest in months, man, and I think it's because nobody has anything going on right now, but you certainly – uh, you have a very exciting thing coming up, obviously, in May with the Super 8 tournament. I, it felt like for a while you've been making very kind of small baby steps with the ECWA. Uh, this is a huge one, i got to think. I, how are you feeling about it heading into the Super 8 tournament in May? Uh, I, I said this in the article, but I'll say it again. It's overdue. I think, I think everybody in the room probably agrees. I've been putting on banger matches since I showed up at ECWA, nothing but. This should be, like I said in the article, this should be my third Super 8 championship in a row. So it's like, it, it, you know, part of you wants to be excited. And part of you wants to be like, oh, yeah, the honor of being in the Super 8. It's so, Brady, Mr. Mr. Hanks, I'm so excited to be in the Super 8, Mr. Oh, my gosh. But, no, it's overdue. Three years ago, you would have got that. Maybe two years ago, you would have got that. But now you got to kill it. And all I'm worried about is the damn gold breed. That's all I care about. Well, it sounds like it's you're going cool. into it. It's an honor. It's, yeah. it's this, that, and the other, sure. But more than anything, it's overdue. Well, it sounds like you're going into it with a little bit of a chip on the shoulder this year. Like you said, in, in the past, you kind of approached it like uh, it's an honor to be there or whatever. Um, do you think that's going to give you any kind of special edge over these other guys? Yeah, a chip on my shoulder and a big dust in my corner, and that's all I'll need to take home that, that Super 8 gold, baby. Now, obviously, a lot of uh, independent fans know you and know what you're capable of, and uh, I'm not sure that this audience out of Morganville, New Jersey, is going to be as familiar with you. So for maybe the fan who hasn't seen you live or in person, uh, what are they in store for with Killian McMurphy? I am an experience that transcends professional wrestling. I am a cultural icon. I am media. I am pop culture uh, personified in one human being. I am everything that an American entertainer should be and the epitome of one of what one could dream to be, Brady. I'm just a song and dance man at the end of the day, Brady. You know that about me. Now, what do you mean by a song and a dance man? I'm just there to entertain. I have, I have bangers every single time. I'm an okay. entertaining professional okay. wrestler. Every, every, ma- every card that I'm on, every card that I'm on, this, how long has ECWA been around? 50 I mean, years, 100 years? Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, 1967, so 54 uh, years. That was 1776 when they signed the Declaration <laughs> of Independence and when they first brought uh, uh, bought the license from so-and-so to, to run ECWS. In the history of the entire company, I have put on the best matches. I will put on my matches against anybody, your AJ Styles or Christopher Daniels, whoever, Xavier Woods, whoever came through, whoever, Mark Harrow, anybody. And I can remember, Killian, uh, back when we were doing the uh, ECWA Academy, and obviously that was – kind of a step down for you in a way because you already had so much experience at that point. Uh, But you were killing it there. And I I know that there was a lot of kind of jealousy on the main roster as far as like, you know, the stuff that you guys were doing at the Academy and a little bit of, you know, uh, reluctance when some of you started to make the move to 
the main ECWA roster. Uh, is that reluctance, do you think, part of the reason why you haven't really caught on in ECWA like you probably should have? I think there are a lot of people that are that were in management, even a lot of people that are management still that are very scared of me and scared of what I'm capable of. I'm a very powerful entity, Brady. You know that. You know that as well as anybody. Sure. I am I, You're a shooter. all-knowing. I am all-powerful. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Way, way, way up at the top. And, and I think... I think it's a, I think it's a trickle down thing. I think the problems start at the top, but finally somebody smartened up up there. Now I'm gonna take the bull by the horns. That's the only choice I got, baby boy. You know that. <laughs> well, it sounds to me, and again, I know it's years of frustration, but the last time we had you on the show, uh, you were very much humbled by everything. You know, you were very kind of almost in awe of everything, and now it sounds like you're much more confident in like what you are, and what you bring to the table. Uh, is that just like the next evolution of Killian McMurphy to you? Absolutely, absolutely. When you look at, when you look at especially my, my uh, history and the portfolio that I put together specifically at ECWA, you can go on, thank goodness they're finally on a streaming service that somebody cares about, IWTV. And now you can tune in and you can see everything that I've done and the bangers that I've put on every single time that I'm there. Whether if you can stick me with comedy wrestlers, Brady, you put me with TV wrestlers, you can even put me with Ty Awesome and I'll put out a good match. Wow, that's impressive. I know that's hard to do. Name one other wrestler that get a good match out of poor little Tyler. <laughs> poor Ty. You know, I want to talk I know. It, it, <laughs> As fun as as fun as it is, and as much as I'm fired off right now, I do almost feel bad. Make poor Tyler. I love that, that. You know what? Poor kid can't can't catch a break nowadays. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the field for the Super Eight this year. Uh, it, it's a really diverse class, and, and some of the guys that are going to be in this tournament with you include Mike Law, uh, Bam Sullivan, obviously Timmy Lou Retton, uh, Alex Anthony, Matt Mikowski, uh last year's winner, who was a very good professional wrestler, formerly Dasher Hatfield and uh, the legendary Ricky Morton. Is there anybody from that uh, kind of field, Killian, that really jumps out at you as somebody that you, like, are absolutely hoping to get in the ring with? Well, I've already beat Ricky Morton. Hard really? In the face, not, not just. Yep. Okay. Uh, out uh, nowhere'sville, West, West Virginia, but you can see it on uh, YouTube. Uh, Bellator, Matt McCowski. Sorry, did, go ahead. Did, I was just going to ask you if you beat Ricky Morton with a Canadian destroyer just to rub it in. No, I Brady, I can't do one of those. Come okay. On. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get a grip. I'll hurt myself. <laughs> um, um, Bellator's Mount Mikowski, he doesn't, he doesn't scare me. I'll, I'll choke him out, tap him out, just like I would in the octagon, either way. You know, you know I'm a badass, Brady. You know I can hang with him. Um, Bam Sullivan, you know, all he got is his dang mustache. All he got is his dang mustache. And, and he didn't even have the coolest facial hair in the tournament. He got big dust in my corner with the, bad, with the baddest chops in the game. Nice. That big old bushy facial hair doesn't compare to that. Who else you got? Timmy Lou Redden, he's a tag wrestler. Is his buddy coming with him? He's a tag wrestler. Nobody's scared of him. A uh, very good professional wrestler. He won't win it again. No way. 
Mike Lowell's been around since 1776, since they signed the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. If he put him on the Super 8, he would have done it 100 years ago. That's okay. what I was about to you, you kind of ran them all down. Uh, I, I thought your your comments about uh, uh, Mikowski were particularly interesting. Uh, Killian, do you consider yourself the uh, the toughest guy in the tournament? Obviously, obviously. I mean, who else okay. would it be? You, you, you infer with Matt, Matt Mikowski. Matt Mikowski might be a third behind Dustin. Maybe oh, and then okay. Dustin is very close second. Because hmm. Dustin, you know, Dustin's a gamer, and you know, gamers get bullied a lot. And, you know, you really have to have a tough skin to be a gamer here in 2021. Yeah, toughens you up. Yeah, that's right. Is that something that uh, poor Bellator's Matt Bukowski could never handle, being a gamer like Big Dust? Yeah, you just don't see, like, stuff like that in Bellator, so. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All they do is take your face, not your feelings. Okay. I got you. That's right. <laughs> Well, if you look at uh, the history of the Super 8 tournament, and obviously it's been huge for a lot of the names of guys that have competed, uh, girls as well. Uh, but, you know, some of them have gone on to, like, you know, big television contracts or certainly making huge names in the wrestling business. You've been involved in wrestling for a number of years now as well. Uh, what sort of, a, what sort of a, a, a platform are you hoping that Super 8 will be for you, if it is one at all? Um, I'm hoping it's um, uh, not the first step, but a very early on step until my uh, eventual Oscar nomination and win before, nice. before too long. Hoping okay. you know, it's part of the five-year plan, hoping to take home at least one or two little golden statues here. I don't know if you've been watching the cinematic content that we've been putting out on our end lately, but there's nothing really in professional wrestling that compares to it. So we'll probably get out of here once we uh, – once we win maybe two Super 8s, get out of here, go over to Hollywood, make a couple movies, take home a couple gold statues, and then maybe we can do this podcast again. I'll give you the rub, you know, once I'm talking with Tarantino and Scorsese and whatnot. I love it. A, a two-time Super 8 winner and a three-time in-the-room guest. I, I think that would be amazing. Yeah, that's right. I, I'll, I'll even thank you. I'll even thank you. <laughs> Before the band plays me off, it sounds like you've uh, you, you've poured a lot of thought into uh, where you wanted to take things since we've talked the last time, Killian. You, you definitely have like a really honed focus and uh, really kind of clear goals as far as what you want to accomplish with things. Uh, is that sort of driven nature like something that's really important to ultimately succeed? I think it is. I think it is. I think if you if you piddle paddle around like I used to say, oh, Mr. Hicks, I'm just glad to get whatever <laughs> whatever opportunity comes my way, mister. But no, no, I'm getting pissed drunk. I'm watching Disney movies and I'm angry at 3 a.m. thinking about how I don't get opportunities and thinking about what I need to do to get to the top and get exactly what, what I don't just deserve but what I need and what professional wrestling needs. And that's my success. What is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, yeah, I just thought talked about this on a podcast earlier. It, it's it's really, really tough, but, I mean, are we counting Pixar, too? Sure. Ratatouille. Okay. That's one of my girlfriend's it, it, favorites. It, yeah. It's so good. It, it, it appeals to, like, the artist in you and, like, 
All the okay. side, like I kicked off the wrestler voice for a second here because you got me talking about Pixar movies. <laughs> Sorry. But, it, it like uh, it like appeals so much to the like starving artist and the getting told you can't do something, can't do something, and feeling like you don't have the means or even the ability at times to do something, and overcoming all that and the whole anyone can cook thing. Absolutely brilliant film. Gets me so hyped. No, that's cool, and, and it's uh, I've made no secret about it. I'm a I'm a huge Ariel the Little Mermaid guy myself, and it's kind of the same message. Like you can, <laughs> I got a show popping now. I uh, you can accomplish anything, you know, if you set your mind to it. Uh, and it sounds like you certainly have kind of uh, set your mind to May first with the ECWA Super Eight tournament as a first step, Killian. Uh, where do you kind of see yourself in the next couple of years, Oscars aside, as far as like your wrestling career is concerned? What what sort of things are you looking to accomplish long term? Uh, you know, you, you, you want a television contract, you want to get paid the big bucks, you want to make enough money, and you want to you want to feel creatively satisfied and feel like you have nothing to prove so you can get the hell out of there while your body's still holding up. I mean, that's why I think it's what anybody, any artist wants, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all any of us would want. All right, very good. So, uh, again, May 1st, ECWA Super 8 Tournament. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this field, and I think it is going to be at least a little bit competitive. Um, Killian McMurphy going on the record kind of saying that he's going to win the thing at least twice. Uh, Killian, I, I want to wish you nothing. If I get bored, it might just be once, and I might be moving on to the Oscars a little early. But let's see if this keeps me entertained to get two, maybe even three trophies in. Hey, we'll see. Well, I would think at least one of them you would want in front of a full uh you know, however many people it is that you can sit in the dugout instead of, you know, a reduced crowd. I, I would think you would want to do one with full capacity there. Think about how cool a Super 8 trophy would look next to an Oscar. Which one would be more important to you? I probably shouldn't ask that. Yeah, the Oscar. Are you joking? I'll say okay. it. Okay. Okay. Nerd. All right. Don't scare me. <laughs> I know where the money's at. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so, Killian, there's, uh, there's two envelopes. One one envelope's a little more important than the other envelope. I hear you. I hear you. And sometimes <laughs> one envelope is a little lighter as well. Uh, sometimes it even comes right, in the form of a, of a hot dog even, you know. I mean, I, I've gotten a few hot dogs back in the day, so I, I understand what it's all about. Uh, you you want to make that ching. We are at the dugout after all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Killian, I want to wish you nothing but the best of luck, and I'll be really excited to uh, to kind of see you on May 1st, the uh, Jersey Dugout ECWA. Uh, wrestling.com, obviously, for tickets and information there. Um, any, I, I mean, winning aside or whatever, any prediction for what's going to go down? Um, I think ECWA is going to get a taste. I mean, it's going to start on the next show. It's going to start when I face Eric Martin. Um, the legacy title, but ECWA is really going to get a taste of what the Big Dust, Killian, McMurphy combo is all about for the first time ever, and it's going to take my already 10 out of 10 matches up to maybe 15, 20 out of 10, something like that. Some kind of fraction that'll blow everybody's mind, just like everything I ever do. Any kind of special Killian will win. That's great. Killian will win. <laughs> See that? That's, that's Rat Boy. He, he knows what it's all about. 
I, uh, yeah. Any sort of special strategy as far as uh, taking on Eric Martin at a night of unusual matches? I, I've beaten up Eric Martin so many times, I don't even need a strategy anymore. I know exactly okay. what that single does. He can bulk up and get as many check marks on whatever social media he wants. It's not going to stop me from choking him out. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Uh, Killian, uh, I wanted to wish you best of luck. I'm sure you feel you don't need it. Uh, but I'm very excited to see you in a couple weeks' time at a night of unusual matches. And certainly with Super 8 coming up, we're, gonna, we're in for an exciting couple months uh, in the ECW Absolutely. world. I'm so glad to be back in the swing of things and mixing it up with you guys once again. And thank you so much for having me on, baby. It'll be cool. All right, take care. That was Killian McMurphy, everybody. Amazing independent wrestler. You need to go on uh, YouTube and be sure to check out his stuff. Uh, he is all over the place. And like I said, he's an amazing, amazing professional wrestler. Uh, he, he's also a very good professional wrestler, but I understand that's a trademark. So anyway, uh, 914-338. 1885. What's that, Kathy? I said, yeah, that one's taken. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, on the other side, the phone lines are uh, absolutely filling up. So we're going to take a commercial break. And uh, when we come back on the other side, uh, you know, we can explore this idea of fans letting, uh, you know, fans being allowed back at WWE shows and, and uh, you know, where they could possibly be taking this, how they're going to handle it how the fans might not necessarily give the kind of reactions that a lot of the uh, wrestlers would really, or that the promoters really would want. Uh, we can talk about that. We're also going to have uh, a, a full explanation of VOC Nation Premium on the other side, uh, and I'm very excited about this, uh, the option to subscribe to different tiers and what you're going to get with that. Uh, like I said, it's going to be an absolutely amazing thing. Uh, and uh, it's also a great opportunity. I, I talk about it so much, but essentially uh, most of the people that are part of this network, really everybody, is kind of doing this out of the passion and the love of, like, doing this. You know, we do little things here and there to try and get people money. Um, and this is, you know, yet another example. If you like the voices that you hear on the VOC Nation radio network, uh, Stro, I mean, the NWO said it best, right? Buy the shirt, right? Go to uh, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash VOC Nation. Buy, uh, buy several dozen of our T-shirt designs. We're going to be rolling out more in the next couple of weeks as well, I understand. Be sure to subscribe to our Patreon. More on that on the other side. And uh, lots of great stuff coming up. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. Uh, thank you to Killian McMurphy. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we will be right back. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventsbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Blu-ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it.
Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Kito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, 
Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what... What we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Abnon went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Joe, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blu Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts. This is Blanche Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and roll. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. Worldwide. gentlemen we're back we're live we're on the air it's in the room on the voc nation radio network at vocnation.com brady hicks here i've got kathy and stro uh derek mcdonald's beyond in a little while and uh you know we're talking all kinds of stuff tonight we just had a great interview with killian mcmurphy he's going to be part of the ecwa super eight tournament may 1st at the jersey dugout in morganville new jersey so be sure to check that out. Tickets and information at ecwarrestling.com. Uh, we got a list of topics that we're talking about here tonight. Uh, rat Boy's throwing out rat rumors all night as well. Be sure to check it out on the YouTube page. Just search VOC Nation on YouTube. And uh, real quick, uh, well, actually, first I'm going to kick it to you, Stroh. We're going to see what you got going on. Then I'm going to talk about the premium uh, elements 
of the uh, new VOC Nation Patreon page. Uh, but, Joe, what do you got going on there? Uh, well, this Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, WCW Retro returns from VOCNation.com with the topic of discussion being uh, the career of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. So uh, please uh it in. baby. Oh, absolutely, man. And if you got a favorite Dusty Rhodes story or moment you want to share, please share it with us. It'll be a good time. And uh, I'm sure we'll get a lot of impressions, too. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. This Thursday. Yeah. yeah. right? And it's Friday night. Uh, Strozone returns this Friday night at midnight Eastern Standard Time uh, with the feature. Uh, well, before we get the feature, you can watch it on my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Maestro. And the feature for this Friday night will be a classic from 1955, Phantom from a Thousand Leagues. So please tune in. Very cool. I I used to date the uh, the creature from a Thousand Leagues. So uh, in college, actually, it was a long time ago, Kathy. But <laughs> oh, I, uh... stop, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He was from Trenton, actually. No, I'm kidding. Nine one four three three eight. 1885. I'm only kidding, of course. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to get in touch with us here tonight. Uh, real quick, so those who um, may have noticed, if you go to VOCNation.com, you can check out the new VOC Wrestling Nation logo. Uh, we are rebranding, ladies and gentlemen. We're once again the VOC Wrestling Nation, the, the focus on wrestling. Of course, we have other shows that aren't necessarily wrestling related, but we recognize that that's our bread and butter. So if you go check out the fantastic artwork for the new VOC Wrestling Nation logo, I love it. It's got the championship belt. It's got the microphone uh, because we talk a lot, Kathy. So it, it only makes sense. So go check it out right now. It's up on the VOCNation.com page. And by the way, the site will be relaunched uh, coming up, I believe, in April. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It's going to have all new features. It's going to have all different kinds of new and exciting stuff, including, uh, and that's going to be starting sometime uh, this week, I believe, or, or maybe even next week. Uh, we're going to introduce the Patreon page for VOC Nation, and that's where you're going to be able to see the full video versions of, uh, of these and, and other great VOC Nation shows as well. Um, so the, there's basically there's three tiers to this, Kathy, and I'm going to just real quick run down everything. But the basic tier called the insider tier, it's just three dollars a month. So for three dollars a month, Kathy, here's what you get for those who are interested. You get the full commercial free audio and video versions of wrestling with history in the room. No BS with the bull, which, by the way, Manny Fernandez made his big debut last week. And uh, it was absolutely amazing, and also my big break. So you get that as part of uh, as part of the um, inside tier. I believe you also get WCW Retro there. I'm, for some reason, I don't see it listed. Uh, Ad-free archived interviews as well. So uh, lots of great stuff from VOC Nation's past between in the room. Uh, VOC Wrestling Nation, certainly WCW Retro has had some great interviews as well. All that for just $3 a month, uh, you get access to that. For uh, a little bit more, Kathy, for $6 a month, we get what we call the Worldwide Tier. Now, the Worldwide, worldwide Tier has all the same stuff I just mentioned. In addition to that, they also have exclusive ad-free archived audio footage of Bill After Interview Library. 
And that dates back, Kathy, to the 1970s. So, uh, Bill, after interviews from the 1970s, you get that uh, as part of the uh, worldwide tier. And finally, Kathy, for the $15 a month, this is called the Hall of Fame tier, you get everything you just listed. And in addition to that, this is the thing that's got me really excited, Stro. It's, uh, it's take part in a live quarterly virtual Q&A with VOC Nation hosts. So it's a great opportunity to interact uh, with VOC Nation. And obviously, Stro, you and I, we're two hosts that, like, we don't shy away from the madness. You know, we let them come into our living room each and every week uh, when we do these shows. But a lot of these hosts uh, don't make that available. So we're talking, like, Manny Fernandez. Uh, you can talk to Manny Fernandez, you know. Uh, you can talk to Shelly Martinez again. That will be absolutely great. Uh, Bill After, you know, another one. You can pick Bill After's brain. The guy has a – you can almost tell by the size of his dome, Kathy, how big his brain is. You you got to be sure to pick oh, that. Oh, that is um, really Brady. <laughs> you know, Kathy, I used to say I wanted to be Bill After when I grew up. I had no idea it was just going to be the hair. <laughs> but uh yeah no. so be sure to check that out and all this will be available courtesy of the new voc nation uh dot com website so be on the lookout for that it launches in early april might even be april 1st i'm not sure but uh uh so that's that's lots of exciting stuff right there and once again nine one four three three eight. isn't it cool i think it's cool I, I think it's cool, and, and I think uh, there's going to be a lot of interest for some of this stuff, like the like the shows without commercials. You know, like full video versions of these shows that we're recording. Um, I I I think it's great. I I think it's a really great thing. Um, so because the fans on YouTube they're seeing clips, you know, they're not seeing the entire thing, and and some of it is definitely worthwhile. Like Rapley's got a Hulk Hogan mustache right now. You probably won't see that if you're not a uh, Patreon subscriber. So uh, that's uh, that's where we are, Kathy. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Now, before the commercial break, we were talking about uh, the crowds returning, Stro, and, and you know how WWE will possibly be able to manipulate that if they'll be able to at all. Um, it, it, it's better, and I can't believe WWE doesn't realize this, Stro. But it's better when the crowds can kind of decide who they like and who they don't without being told. That gives you, like, a more authentic reaction, and it gives you a much better idea of, like, where your superstars stand. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know a lot of us, in, in, in court, including the, the wrestlers' talent, uh, understand, you know, the situation that have currently been, been dealt with last year, over year or so, but uh, I think... Um, as uh, wrestlers and the performers, that uh, we are looking forward to getting back to the day we can feed off that energy with our, our live, live audience. So, you know, it's uh, it's something that's uh, long overdue for us, you know what I mean? So we just, uh, we're waiting to get that by because, you know, we, we feed off the energy, you know, thanks to the live audience. I was just... Um... I was just watching. They actually had that uh, Nitro from the Georgia Dome, the the one where, what was it, 70,000 fans when Goldberg beat Hulk Hogan. Uh, Now, I wasn't the hugest Goldberg fan, but I can remember that show and how amazing it was. And, and again, uh, I can't even imagine how much different things would have turned out if WWE was trying to manipulate how crowds reacted to certain guys. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, 
So, I mean, just think about Think about the reaction when he hit that spear and the jackhammer on Hogan, and it was like, you know, and that was it. It, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's go to the phones, actually, on the video first, uh, before we go to the uh, actual phone lines. Uh, we have uh, – <laughs> his title gets longer each and every week, but we're going to call him Harry Barnett. What's going on, Harry? All right. I guess he's not there yet. Uh, well, let's go to – let's go to Mike. This will be fun. Well, what's going on, Mike? We missed you, brother. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Let Hi. me let me try to let me get you uh let me try and get on the um can you still hear me? Yes. Oh, you can hear me, right? Yes, I can. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I had to put I had to get off the uh speakerphone there. <laughs> it was too much coming in, too too loud and everything. You, you sound a lot better. Okay. You sound okay. a lot better, brother. How you doing? Yeah, I got this. I got this new flip phone, so it's kind of like going to college trying to work one of these things, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. New flip phone. How about that? Yeah, I haven't had yeah. a flip phone in probably ten years. Oh goodness, that, that's all I've had. Uh, the last one, yeah, I had trouble with voice recognition. That's why you couldn't hear me too good. So, okay. Uh, okay. This one, I hope you can hear okay. Yeah. It, it um, sounds great. It sounds, and I guess the battery's a lot better too. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a new battery phone. <laughs> Everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> the past keeps telling me, Mike, you got to, you got to get an iPhone. You know, and I said, no, it's yeah, good. that's yeah. okay. I just, uh, I'm old fashioned. I can't help it. I don't, I don't understand today's age. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mike, uh, I was th- speaking about not understanding today's age. I was thinking about you this week. Uh, because Alexa yeah. Bliss has challenged – Shrew brought this up during the commercial break, and I wanted to talk about it tonight so badly. Uh, Alexa Bliss has challenged – Alexa Bliss has challenged uh, Randy, Randy Orton, Orton to imagine yeah, I was going to ask you about, I, I I can't even imagine. about that. To be – as a Christian, to, to be honest with you, I'm honest. You know I yeah. am. And I – I don't worship Satan I'm, as a Christian. One day when I stand before God, I'm going to have to give an account. God's going to say, you, you're either a friend of me or you're an enemy with me. I, I can't, mm-hmm. in today's world, I'm sorry. I, I love Alexa Bliss. She's a great wrestler. I wish she would go back to wrestling. She's the best. But when she's, the best. when she's sitting in, I hope you understand, when, when she's sitting in Satan's circle uh, laughing, I can't look at that. You know, it's like. How can you say you're, you know, she's going to have to stand before God one day, you know, and I feel bad for her. But I like her. She's a great wrestler. I wish Vince McMahon would put her back into wrestling. And the old Alexa Bliss, we know, you know, it. it's um, because I, where I come from, God is holy to me. He's, no man can stand before God and they would be they would be dead because God is so holy. You know, there's nothing, there's no sin in God. He's he's perfect. You know, and when he sees mm-hmm. uh, his own people worshiping the devil, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm a big wrestling fan, but I love AEW right now more because it's when I see that Brady, it it breaks my heart. But I I love you guys. I Not love so- EC. 
ECWA, don't, and, and it's awesome. But yeah, um, don't you? Um, I'm a Christian. Don't you blame? Yeah, don't you blame WWE more for that though? Because they're the ones I having do, to do that. I do. Yeah, Brady, I love yeah. AEW. Uh, they they're awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get they get great matches. I I'm never I never can get away from that. You know, it's just like uh, the fan the fan. The virtual fans of WWE, it's if they're kind of phony. Yeah. If you look at it, it's like the all they got is the noise. That's all you see. These phony fans sitting in the stands. You don't see that in AEW, you know. And you see some good matches, you know. And and um, I don't know. I just I there's I had nothing against Alexa, but I want to see her come back as a wrestler. If you know what I mean, you know get. Because it's it's offensive to me as a Christian. A lot of things offend people. It's like uh, the the most offensive word you guys think is the N word. It's not. It's the GD word and and Jesus Christ. You always hear people take God's name in vain, and that that that's kind of offensive to me when I hear it. Like Mal uses it all the time. People use it because they don't know God. They don't understand God. But um, as a Christian, that hurts me. You know, it's like when a black person hears the N word. That hurts me. That's a racially. Right. Jesus Christ was a Jew. He's God. He he came for the Jews, and that's a that's racial to me. That's you know, and um, it's offensive. And and uh, in this world we're living now, it's 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 scary. You've got to stay close to God. You've got to you've got to stay. You've got to you've got to love everybody. You've got to love your friends. You've got to be. You got to be happy, you know. You got to live for, you live for God. You don't live for Satan, you know. For goodness' sake, you know. It's just Vince McMahon's got to get his head together, you know. I'm sorry, but um, when Alexa Bliss becomes a, a WWE wrestler again, I'll support WWE. But I love AEW. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's really fantastic. I, you, I see some great matches. I hear you, you know, it, right. who is you gotta save her. You got to save Alexa from Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, and, you gotta hop the guardrail and save her. Yeah, and can I tell you one thing? I was offended by uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was I was kind of upset. I told Mel there were some things made to me I didn't realize that said, "Mike, uh, are you stalking?" I, I'm 60 years old. I don't stalk anybody. I was molested twice in lifetime. I was molested in high school, and it was when I was in the Navy. And if you've ever you've ever seen these women come forward being molested, it hurts. It it scars you for life. You can't have that relationship that everybody has, you know. And wrestling to me and knowing you guys, you and Stro, you guys are great guys. You guys are great friends, you know. And I and I look forward to that every Tuesday. And that that helps me in life, you know. Losing my dad, uh losing people I knew. I've lost a lot of people when I was in the Navy. I see them die uh one on one, you know, in uh-huh. Just having a, a friendship with you and Stro and, and, and Kathy, that, that really that really cheers me up on Tuesday night. But when some guy makes a crack like Mike, have you ever been have you ever been within fifty feet of a, a schoolyard or I don't say things back to hurt people. That that, that hurts me. No. Know? But uh no. I you get you're great, Brady. That, that, I just that, heard you last night on a match. Uh you, you're doing a commentating on a <laughs> a woman's match and you're awesome, man. You you know how to Thank you, you know man. how to do commentating. Great, man. I you know Thank you, bro. I think you should be in the Hall of Fame. You and Stro. You yeah, know, I agree. I agree. How come Stro's not in the Hall of Fame? You know? He was a great wrestler. Yeah. You know? 
Well, and I'm not listen, just kissing, I'm, I'm not Ray. just kissing I'm up to Ray, anybody, but. I, I, I know Ray was the one that hurt you, and I'm I'm sorry about that. I, he was just trying. No, to he, he didn't hurt me. It just after you've been molested, yeah, he's just pushing and, the and you've gone through. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I don't get mad at people. I just, you know, I don't like the bullying. I thought the bullying was going to stop. Yeah. You know, I don't do that to people. You know, and Mal gets bullied all the time. My poor brother, he's. He's, we try not to bully he's going anybody. He's the ringer right now. You know, and yeah. you, you don't bully yeah. Mal. And I told Mal that. I says, Brady's right. a friend, man. Stroh's a friend. I mean, those are good guys. Kathy's great. Some of the guys that get on there and, and egg it on, I like I was telling Justin, I says, hey, I keep to myself. I do my own thing. Brady's my my friend. Stroh's my friend. I don't I don't bully anybody. I don't give anybody any crap. You know, you guys are awesome, man. You know what's going on. Thanks, you wouldn't brother. have the show you had if you you weren't that great. You know. And Thank when you. I get back there next year, I want to come visit you, man, and have a good time oh. and everything. You know, so, Mike, it is a date. Now, We're gonna have so much fun, man. Yeah. No, I won't be on for the next <laughs> two weeks because we got. I got to I got to go to a funeral. It's a memorial, the Lord's Supper. We got to take the table. As a church, we okay. come at seven o'clock and take the table. But I've got to prepare my heart. Excuse me. <clears throat> I've got to get all prepare the sin of my life out of my life and prepare my heart for that night because it's a holy night. Right. It's okay. a memorial, not a sacrament. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I live for God. I I read my Bible every day. But I'm a big wrestling fan too. I, I don't stalk any woman. I would never do that. I would never hurt any woman. And Alexa neither, has always been my favorite because she's a good wrestler. I don't look at her as I would as, Alexa. As a, I, I would. Yeah, and I like I like the women's yeah. wrestling. There's nothing wrong with Lord that. Knows, I know it's like to be stalked, Dustin Mike. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's scary. It's more fun to it's stalk scary. than to be stalked, for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't I would, uh, know who would want to uh, stalk an ugly person like myself, but I've had some crazy ones, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stro, you're oh, great, brother, man. That's I, why I, I don't share your personal good. info with them. Stro, you're a good-looking <laughs> guy. You and Brady, you guys are great, man. You're good friends. Stro, you haven't lived until uh, you looked out your living room. I need room. to hear that more often. Thank you. Stro, you, <laughs> you haven't lived until you look out your porch window and rap boys walking by. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mike. Mike, I, I, uh, I, I'm guessing we won't talk to you before Easter. So, uh, God after, bless. It'll be after and, Easter. Uh, after Easter, I've got to get Jesus will be alive again. Amen, brother. Amen. And yeah, and, and Mike, they, they want to say, hanging with well, Jesus. Well, they want to say, they want you to say, uh, a woman. That came out wrong. Amen. That's that's not right. Amen is not a sexual a phrase. It it's a when no. Jesus said it it's it's agreeing with God. Uh, when he said all the people said amen, they didn't they didn't do it as a sex. I don't know where they got that, but I will never say a woman. I'm sorry. I'll say what amen. What a person? Yeah, I know. I I can't do that. Same thing with Mr. Potato Head. No. And I was telling Mel the other day. I'm not going to say potato person or bat person or super person. I'm going to call them. I don't care if they don't like it. I'm going to use, I'm going to say Mr. and Mrs. Uh, we're, we're in a society where they're trying to tell you what to do, you know, and I'm not going to fall for I, that, I, you know. I haven't had a potato head since Harry Barnett printed one for me 20 years ago. So <laughs> I, I probably won't have kid. one again. Any, his was kind of androgynous, so... <laughs> I, 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 it won't necessarily be a boy or a girl. Mike, it's a pleasure to talk to you, brother. And uh, yeah, God you guys bless. are great. Uh, enjoy AEW. Keep... 
And uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. love you, man. Hey, could you play? And I'm, I'm play sorry. Alexa Bliss? I'm sorry for Ray. Could you play you Alexa Bliss? Could you play Alexa Bliss's what? music before you go? <laughs> ah, what the hell? I'll play you okay. out. Okay. Right, okay. Brother. Okay, brother. Can you can you do that? God bless you guys. Okay. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Take care, Mike. I love you, man. I'll talk to you real soon. Uh, <laughs> that was Mike. Uh, Mike. <laughs> great stuff. Uh, we're going to go to Harry now when he uh, when he's available. What's going on, Harry? Uh, Thanks for hanging. What are you showing me, Rathbone? I, I, I tried. I tried not to hang. Um, two things next uh, before you, you get into any questions. First thing being the most random yet most hilarious thing of all was Rathbone just going on a Furby. Did not see that coming. <laughs> the disturbing <laughs> thing was what he was doing with it before that. Oh my God! Glad didn't see it. No, thanks for the moment. Secondly, that puts a fast forward. <laughs> secondly, just to uh, just just to add to what the previous caller said, I'm not going to say uh, that the most insulting thing is anything that he said, but the most insulting two words in uh, the English language are definitely Brady Dead. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, definitely American Muffin. The leader of my fan club. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Harry. Harry, we were having an interesting discussion, and it was based on something that you kind of – a world that you introduced me to in a way. Uh, these virtual fans for WWE, and, and they have so many rules about what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. What in the hell are they going to do when fans are back in the stadium? Are they going to try and control them still? But do, do you remember uh, – I, I don't remember how long ago this was uh, when Impact used to try and do something similar where they'd have someone go out before the show and say, okay, you, you're, you're a TV audience, you, you've got to work for us, you're, you're a part of the show, you've got to do this, that, and work. Yeah, applause. Yeah. I have a feeling they would try to do something like that, but there's a difference between three people in an audience and how 20,000. Yeah. Even yeah. 10,000, yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I, I was wondering, like, will they be more likely to kick somebody? Like, for example, um, it was very popular at WrestleMania and the role after to, like, boo guys that you're not supposed to boo and cheer guys that you're not supposed to cheer. Would that be a thing now where, like, if you're going against what they want, that they would kick you out of the stadium? You know, would security enforce that like they do with signs or T-shirts? How many people would that be to kick out? That's what I was saying. I, I guess it depends. How many people you got in the room? If I start something now and Rat Boy starts to copy and then uh, Slow does it as well, are you going to kick me out for doing it or are you going to kick all three of us out? I guess so all three of you and then I'll be here by myself. Uh, <laughs> that would be a fun conversation <laughs> for you. But um, <laughs> so it, it's one of those things where it would be hard to police. If it's, uh, if it's yeah, a smaller yeah. crowd, if it's a smaller crowd, I guess it's easier. Yeah, like a sound stage uh, is different, for sure. Exactly, exactly. But no, it's it's definitely a definitely something to think about because isn't isn't Raw going to be the first non-WrestleMania show that they'll actually have a crowd? Because I, I think so. I think so. And I, well, I guess I guess technically the whole of Fame will be because they're they're letting members of the roster be in attendance at that. 
I don't know. But I guess, yeah, I, in I terms of actual fans, yeah. The whole thing is a mess. I, I, I feel like they haven't even figured it out. That's why they haven't opened ticket sales yet. What the hell is he wearing now? Oh, it's a monkey mask. That's perfect, Rat Boy. I like your hat. Don't change a thing. Yeah. The other, the other thing is, have you discussed um, uh, Cornette uh, being threatened by, uh, what's his name, uh, Miro? Uh, oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, we haven't talked about it now. It's, uh, but you know what? He's arguing with somebody from that company like every week. Uh, that's true, but uh, supposedly fans have been sending um, Cornette's address and home phone number <laughs> So, uh, really? Yeah, that could be an interesting one. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, you, know, I can, you know, you can easily find it on Google. Yeah. It's, it's easily found. Yeah. I, I do. Well, sure. There yeah. No, are. I mean, I, I will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny having looked up any oh, wow. any uh, WWE roster member's address, uh, you know, Alexa Bliss or otherwise. I will neither confirm nor deny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I... You know what? It, it's um. I mean, I was shown where the house. I was shown where Corner's house was, so I can verify the address. But yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Google, and, you have, like you Google Earth, it, right? That you saw it. You actually saw you it, right? It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris took me the. Yeah, okay. Uh, three years ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I will say this because he, he does say stuff to push the envelope. Um, and, and I'm not like a huge like PC guy. This isn't like. Thought police or any oh, of that nonsense that people, but like, but when people, oh, I'm I'm probably the opposite of that. But like, when people, for example, like to call Penelope Ford, uh, I think he called her a, a slut. I believe was the word he used. Yeah. That ain't that fair. What is she doing that any other woman on that show hasn't done? Or WWE? Does that mean that all the women on TV are sluts? That's I'm that's not fair, and that's not right to do that. Uh, there's a big difference as well. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if uh, Cornette has actually met Penelope Ford, but there's a big difference between, say, me calling you a slut and uh, Jimmy calling Penelope a slut. Um, sure. Obviously, in this case, he's just speculating. In this case, like maybe. <laughs> not only that, <laughs> not only that, and I am a huge slut, so thank you for recognizing that. Um, I, a top dollar, actually. Uh, check out our Patreon and and my um all, my all my all fans page will be coming out soon. Uh no, but in all seriousness, Jim Cornette has an audience. <laughs> you know? So like if if you say something, Harry, and it's like all right, what what are you gonna incite Ratboy to call me a slut? Like, you know what I mean? But like Jim Cornette actually has people that like him and follow him and, and actually thinks what he says has value, so for him to do it, uh he's almost like inciting other people to do it and that's really you know, it's one thing to make a joke with some friends or something. Not right, but it's a little different than an audience of, you know, millions of people uh, listening to his programming. And, and uh, I don't know how impressionable they are, but even just hearing him say that, um, it isn't right. I'll be... Go back two years, uh, Hicks. He, he uh, had a fan that was offering to kill Russo, so like, they are yeah. impressionable. <laughs> wow, wow. And and Harry has since apologized for that and you know, Russo forgave him, but still I'm only no, kidding. No, no, I, I'm I, only like, kidding. I like Vince. No, I know I, you do. I know I, you do. I, but, I like Vince so I wouldn't do that. But but Kathy but Kathy and I knew Penelope Ford from when she wrestled in the Philadelphia area. Very nice girl. Uh and I I mean it just it's just 
listen, even if she wasn't a nice girl, even if she was a total B-word, um, that doesn't make it right. And, and I hope that Jim Cornette would at least see that. I, I don't know that he necessarily does. I can understand why Miro's upset. Now, did you see that Charlie Haas supposedly responded? Which I, That totally came out of nowhere. Like, I'm not even sure that's his real account, but it just seemed like somebody so random to, like, I don't know. He went after Miro, and he basically said, like, Jim Cornette's a legend. Don't question anything that he says. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I, I I don't really know what to make of that. I hear Charlie hasn't doing so well now. For yeah. Days, you know, if he if he wants to get himself out there, then you know, good for him and whatever situation. But yeah, yeah. Um, if it's on Twitter, it's, it's probably it's there's a fifty percent chance it's the real person. There's a fifty percent chance it's a this uh, is Facebook, so. strange, 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 strange yeah. man in um, a foreign country. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Harry, the drama going on here. Well, you know what? It's a lot of drama. Uh, what do you think about Harry? We were talking during the commercial break about um, Bobby Lashley really wanting that match with Brock, and there isn't like a lot of huge money matchups that are still available. But I feel like after what they've done with Lashley for the last year, uh, once he gets done with Drew, that Brock match might be almost as close to a dream match as anything that we have at this point. Yeah, I want to say that match. Um, obviously, if you, if you go back in your archives, if you go back in your archives, uh, what, two weeks, three weeks, whenever I was last there, I did say that I wanted to see that match. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, at this point, it probably is a dream match. Um, who knows if it will happen or if it won't. Um, I feel like a boat has been missed here because, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but who really cares about um, Lashley, Drew McIntyre? Sure, Drew McIntyre is their guy right now, but how many guys have they had in the past few years and they've kind of just, you know, faded back to wherever they were? Um Whichever one of these guys isn't the guy going forward, um, will drift back into just being one of those guys that have, have been in that spot. Uh, you know, it's back to the whole argument of no marquee names being left. So, yeah, yeah it quite likely is a missed opportunity because, you know, um, I, I, I don't think really it's going to happen. Go back into that. I, uh, I think it will, but if it does, it's. It would have meant more now than, say, you know, if Lashley was to lose to Drew, and then, you know, six months down the line, oh, okay, we're going to make Lashley important again. Yeah. No, no, now this is Lashley's time. Yeah. What's what's that now? No, I just said this is Lashley's time. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. He's got the big moment. I don't have the confidence in them to be able to make him as in, feel as important as he does now. If they were to drop the ball and then go back with it again. Now, Drew McIntyre is an interesting case because um, he kind of started to get big just as the fans, like the last couple big shows that they had before the fans went away. And it's like we never really got the chance to see him as a champion with a real authentic crowd. And I think 
I, 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 part of me doesn't wonder, Stro, and I don't know how much this happened in WCW, but WWE has done it in the past. Do you think, based on the audience reaction, they might call an audible at WrestleMania with their plans, based on how the crowd kind of reacts? Or is that not something uh, that would well, happen? Well, it's, especially, you know, it's interesting, especially with the way things are now. Uh because uh, I, you know, they've done that in the past. I know when you would crowd react differently than Hogan than and Rock comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it it all depends. You know, I mean, it really depends on you know if they actually have uh, some of a live audience there and how they would react. I think. I think, I, Harry. I think that there's a good chance that this crowd's going to turn on Drew McIntyre and side with Lashley. And if their plan is for McIntyre to win the belt and the crowd isn't behind it, then I think they might want to think about changing plans midstream and saving Drew for down the line. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, stranger things have happened. Um, I mean, yeah. look back, what, um, 2004? You had a, a, a one-on-one turn out to be a no contest. There was no no champion actually won that match. Um, apparently, no one won the Royal Rumble that year. Um, that's a, a joke on Chris Benoit. The heck, he didn't get it. Oh, I was um, trying to figure out what you meant. And I was at that one. <laughs> you really? Big, big Show just tripped over the top rope and fell, and nobody was there. Uh, imagine, imagine that. Uh, uh, no one actually wanted that would be uh, well they do start all over again. You know, um, I, interesting uh, nugget. Uh that show I went to I went to Royal Rumble and WrestleMania it was in New York that year. So Royal Rumble was in Philly, uh WrestleMania was in New York. And uh that loop I, I went to both shows with DJ and with uh Matt Grimm. Uh so my old co host and my current co host. I don't remember that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's uh we're coming up on the ten year anniversary of his big comeback. Uh, that one didn't age that one didn't age so well. Um but yeah, so what was I gonna say? So I think that those two shows, the Royal Rumble and the WrestleMania, were the last time that I've ever shelled out tickets for WWE. Because right after that I started writing for PWI and I, I never paid for another G D thing, Harry. Uh, I, I feel the same way uh, it, it translating with podcasting because I hadn't paid for a video game since yeah. 2011. Whenever I got on your network, 2011, um, until, until, what, about two years ago? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's wonderful not having to pay things. But no, um, I, I do have lost my train of thought. See, <laughs> it happens. That's what happens when you're looking at Rapley wearing a monkey mask. He looks like uh actually it's a step up, I gotta say. Uh what if we put him on the corner with an open guitar case and like I know, I know what we should do, Stro. We should put Rapley out there with the symbols, right? And and an open guitar case to collect money. And he'd just be out there like like this and like Oh, he'd be he a hit. And he it won't be, stop until yeah. people give him money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I have a monkey mask, and I'm half tempted to go get it right now, Ratboy, but I don't think I'm going to at the moment. Yeah, if, if more than one of you had it, I think you're going to bank job or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harry, uh, it's been great talking to you, man. Uh, anything else before we uh, before we let you go? What have you got? What you got here? Bye, Harry. He's been nice, oh. even. Rap Boy, I'll actually give you the time of day and I'll say bye to you on my way out. But um, uh, <laughs> I want you to get a new background because I like Stowe's open background. There. I, I even like Rap Boy's mask in the background. There. I, I appreciate the, uh, the uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated t-shirt, the OC t-shirt, but hence you need a, an interesting background. And I can't comment on that because I've just got curtains in the wall. I will have the 3D printed stuff. I will have the 3D printed stuff in the background for next time because uh, moving some stuff around and uh, yeah, you'll have some interesting stuff to look at in the background. Yeah, now we're going to work on a new background. I've been using this one for about a year. This is my uh, this is my bomb shelter basically. This is uh, where I've been broadcasting from since the pandemic started. So it's a uh, my little studio, uh, portable studio, and. Uh, I I, I kind of like it, but it, it's in it's in need of a redesign for sure. So we'll we'll be probably Stop be doing that screen. in the next oh, couple no. weeks. What's that? Green screen. Get yourself a green screen, and then you can you can green screen and stuff behind you. I mean, Zoom Zoom has that capability. I can just change the background, you know. So we'll have to look at it and see. Well, I mean, as long as you don't put me behind you, then uh, we're all good. Uh, no, I won't uh, do that. I won't ever do that. <laughs> Well, thanks until next time. Uh, it's been fun. So it's always fun talking to you and Rap Boy. Bye. See you, homie. Good day. The great Harry Barnett. There you go. Uh, <laughs> 914-338-1885 is the number. And uh, we're going to get to the next caller in just a minute, guys, so hang tight. Uh, Stro, what do you think about that, though? I mean, like, realistically, I mean, I could see a situation where the crowd goes out there and is totally behind Bobby Lashley. And WWE is going to look like they're going to look totally stupid if they go with Drew McIntyre with the fans raining down boots. You know, uh, honestly, I think a lot of fans have been wanting Bobby Lashley to be the heavyweight champion for quite some time. Yeah. And, and now that he is champion and been such a dominant champion at that, yeah. I mean, he's, he's at the top of his game. And I don't... I think they really necessarily want him to to lose a championship WrestleMania. I think they want him to hang on to it for a while, I and, and so. including yours truly. So. Yeah, and we're all excited about a possible probably Lashley Brock Lesnar match, no doubt. So I mean, I really hope they make that happen. You know, if if um, if Drew lost, uh, then that can be his almost year long lo- like storyline arc. You know, the 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 quest for redemption, working his way back up from the bottom, and. and Later this year, you know, we can get more of those rematches. Or, I, I mean, however they want to do it, but I, I feel like it would – and we've talked about this now like probably three out of four weeks, but I, I think it's the best thing for business really to have uh, – Absolutely. It would be great. Yeah. What about what about poor, poor Seamus, man? I mean, he, he's been putting <laughs> out some great matches and stuff, but, you know, you, you just can't have Seamus keep losing all the time. I know. I, and – he he's become that guy, you know. On, on SmackDown, he was like losing to like Jeff Hardy, you know. And now like he's that guy that's getting people to the next level, and that's it. And then he just walks around complaining, and he just comes off as like sour grapes because, you know, he's uh, he's never able to put it together for himself anymore. Now, with that said, I'm open. 
Yeah, but, I hope they start building him up too, because he—I mean, he's—he's he's, he's great right now, Sheamus is. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that said, though, I—I I feel like when he was the champion, it didn't. Really, I. I don't know if it's the way they presented him or what, but any time he's ever been the champion, it was always kind of like a ho-hum thing for me. Like, I always felt like um, he was the champion, but he was never the guy. Right. You know, and that's a shame, because I think there's a lot of talent there. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so 914-338-1885, and we have a bunch of callers uh, still, so we're going to go to... Uh looks like Granny Holkster is next up. Uh welcome back to the show, Granny. How you doing? I'm okay. Hey 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 Stro, how are you? Hi, Granny. Hello. Looks like looks like you're mixing some gin and juice there. What you got? Yeah, it is like my special. I got the vitamin <laughs> water and all that. Nice. Good stuff. Nice. Keeping it healthy. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking caffeinated sparkling water, Granny, uh, and now that I realize it says caffeinated, that probably isn't a good idea since I didn't sleep good last night. <laughs> but uh, well, maybe you'll sleep good. Maybe life. you'll sleep good. So, no, well, or maybe I'll be so. like this all night, you know. With the <laughs> <laughs> so how's that? So how's everybody been doing? Sorry, I haven't called in for the last couple of weeks. I've been busy. So. Yeah, we missed you. You under the weather? You sound a little uh, stuffed up there. No. No, I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Not sick yeah. or nothing, you know. So, <clears throat> no, we had we had to cancel our convention, and we had it the first week weekend in March because of the yeah. weather and stuff, you know, for the Moose Lodge stuff. But um, lots of changes being made there. So it seems like more but, and more people are getting vaccinated. Like every day, I'm seeing stuff with that. So I'm hoping that means that we're close to turning the corner with this thing. I hope so. I, you know, I, um, I know right now here in Arkansas, they're like in the phase 1B group, which is like people 65 and older and, you know, certain people. So I think I'm going to be in that last group of people, you know, to get vaccinated, but we'll see. I'm going to do some checking on some things. So, but, but it's all good. Everything's good. So. Now, you actually had it a couple months ago, right? I mean, you you don't have any... Uh, No, 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 no. Back, well, I tested positive for it in November of last year, right after Thanksgiving. But I never had any symptoms. So, So I really still think I had... I really still think that I had just a sinus infection, and I think that's all it really was, and... but. They said that I had a very mild case, you know, if I actually had it, which I don't think I did, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it does. Granny, how excited excited are you for WrestleMania? I mean, I I feel like because I saw the Super Bowl, and obviously you did too, being another Chiefs fan, and uh, they really did a good job kind of interspersing crowd, and it looked like, it just looked like a nice full-packed stadium, even if it wasn't. Uh, how do you think WrestleMania is going to come off, and will it be a lot different with fans there? I I think it will be. I mean, you know, we've been so used to seeing the Thunderdome for so long now, you know. I mean, it, I think it'll be nice to get actually live people back at an event, you know. But I don't know, you know, just 
have to wait and see what happens. I mean, I I would I would think that they would be happy that people would be able to come and see it live again, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but, um, you know. Do you think do you think that the fans are going to uh be hard to control? Like are they going to kind of go off on their own like they do sometimes? Well, they might. I don't know. They might get a little crazy. I don't know. You know. I mean, I've never. I, I've never. I've never been. I, I've never been to a WrestleMania. I mean, I've been to one WWE show in my whole entire life, and that was probably about five or six years ago over in Tulsa. Okay. And it was a good show. I mean, we had good seats, and it was a good show. You know, but I, I like. Um, I I like you know I just haven't been watching much of WWE lately you know I I, I click on it occasionally now I did see that match between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre the other night where they went crashing into each other with the steel steps <laughs> Sheamus looked like he'd been hit head on by a truck you know I know that was like a train that was pretty that was pretty uh, gruesome but you know. <laughs> I don't know, you know, I, I don't know about, you know, Bobby Lashley, I mean, I know he's the champion now and everything. I've just never been a big Bobby Lashley fan. I mean, you know, but. Yeah. And I yeah. and I, and I don't like Brock Lesnar. I, I cannot. <laughs> oh, hush, Stro, but I, I, I don't like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I never have liked Brock Lesnar. Can't stand him. Can't stand him. Would you like him? Would you like him if he was in the NWO, though? Who? Brock Lesnar. No. Yeah. I've never liked Brock Lesnar. I I, I okay. don't like him. I never have and I never will. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just my opinion. That's my story and I'm well, sticking sure. to it. You know, so. <laughs> now, if Brock but... Lesnar were a good guy, would that make you want to turn bad? I'm not turning bad, Brady. I wish people would have been trying to turn Granny heel. Oh, here we go. I'm not going to turn heel. <laughs> okay, I got you. Uh, excuse me. My husband is voicing his opinion. He said, just because I am at home doesn't mean that I am there. And I'm not heel at home, guys. <laughs> I'm not heel at home either, so... Uh, you don't need to voice your opinion over there, Mister. <laughs> you know, sure, my husband. Okay, my... You were talking about how you. Go ahead. No, my my husband's being silly tonight. My husband's being funny oh. tonight. So. Aren't they all? Men are just silly. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. they can be. They can be. <laughs> hey, Brady, I, I I haven't talked to you. I don't think I've talked to you since I had this conversation with my husband, but. You know, it's bad enough that I get picked on by my son or my husband, you know, when I have one or the other with me. But when I have them both with me, I don't stand a chance. And they were, and I said, this is not pick on mom day. And David says, every day is pick on mom day. It's in the contract. And I said, what contract? He said, the contract you signed when you said I do. And I said, well, that contract works both ways. <laughs> So, 
You're playing that music, Brady. I don't like that music. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's our new producer. Fire him, Kathy. Get, get him out of here. Yeah. Fire uh, <laughs> that producer. <laughs> You're out of here. Fire. <laughs> Joe, uh, so you were saying, Joe, you were saying you felt bad for Seamus. Uh, you know who I feel bad for? What, uh, what the hell has he got now? This is like a constant struggle for him to get attention, and I love it. I do. Um, so I feel bad for Braun Strowman. Like, oh yeah, oh my god. <laughs> the Shane McMahon hit list continues. Is there anybody that this guy hasn't beaten? Oh man, he's got a list. <laughs> he's a, he's got to be tougher than Vince at this point. Mm. Brett Boy, is that a Yeti? Mm-hmm. Is that an abominable snowman? What is that? <laughs> that boy. I don't know where he gets these toys, uh, Granny. You know what it is? He works in this flea market during, like, he goes there randomly, Granny. I was there on Sunday, and he wasn't oh. there, of course, but uh, I think he must pick up, like, just random stuff all the time at these flea markets. Uh, he probably does. Yeah. Hello, rat boy. It's like a, it's like a marionette. He, he's muted, but it's like a marionette, but it's a Yeti. Yeah. You know what rat boy's doing, Granny? And and the YouTube followers and certainly our subscribers on Patreon will see it. Uh, he's sitting here and he's muted on video. And he writes things down and he holds up the sign. And that's how he's communicating with us. And it's great. <laughs> well, tell him I said hello. <laughs> well, he, he can hear you. He can hear you, and okay. he says, hello, Granny. And then he oh, said, you should granny. turn heel. Okay. No, he didn't say that. No. <laughs> no. Ah, I he didn't he say that. say that. No, no I know he wouldn't no, say that. Not at so. all. Yeah. Yeah he, yeah. yeah, he wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Granny. I'm so glad you called in. We were just saying how much we missed you. Well, I've been missing you all too. So, like I said, just I've been had a lot going on and been busy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. thinking of the day mm-hmm. when you went away. Sorry, mm-hmm. Biggie's been on my mind lately. <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. Oh, Granny. Um, Granny, it's great to talk to you as always, uh, and thank you for, to to you for hanging too, with us for so. a couple minutes. I, I was saying to Rat Boy, I, I really miss the morning after. we got to do a reunion show at some point. Catch everybody up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was us. <laughs> all right, Granny. Well, you all have care. a good you. night, guys. Love you all, too. You, too. Love you, Granny. Granny Holster. That's it. Granny Holster. And the fans can shove it, she said. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, 914 ah. <laughs> but, but all kidding aside, Stro, like, what are they hoping to get out of this? Like, they've built Braun Strowman up for so long. Like, there was a point when, like, I thought he could go toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns as, like, a top guy mm-hmm. in the company. And he was a monster yeah. for a little while. And, uh, you know, now he's getting slime poured on him by the promoter's son and being called stupid and being outsmarted and, honestly, out-physical at every, like, opportunity. Um, I can't imagine if he's fighting Shane at WrestleMania, I can't imagine that's going to be a huge payoff for him. 
because Shane will be the one taking the crazy dives and stuff. He'll be the one that people remember. Braun's the green be the slime guy. the other night, like that was yeah, uh, the uh, like Gallagher the other night. Oh, yeah, my gosh. I was like, you can't do that on. That was like you can't do that on television, you know. Back in the day, yeah. I used to love That's that. Unreal. Show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without the plastic, they didn't have the plastic <laughs> either. Exactly. Like exactly. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, somebody who's not plastic. Uh, we're going to go to Malcolm. What's going on, uh, Mr. Wildman? How you doing tonight, brother? Um, uh, Malcolm. Good, Brady. Hey, Papa. Uh, so good to hear your voice, man. Um, I got to tell you, Brady, I'm really impressed. Yeah. And I was laughing at the same time of what Mike said Uh-oh. earlier. I mean, he, uh-huh. um, you know, every wrestling fan is entitled to feel how they feel and stand up for what they believe in. And I'm very mm-hmm. proud that you he made a right stand for himself. Yeah. yeah. You were talking about the Beastie yeah. Boys earlier. You got to fight for your right to party. Yeah. Right? Uh, like, you Don't know, sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah, thank you for that nice compliment (laughs) about me letting you know about the Hall of Fame. I gotta tell you, Papa Stroh, I think the world of you, and that's why I made sure you heard about that. I'm not like Bobby Heenan. Thank you so much. What you gonna do when Mania runs wild on you, brother? (laughs) Yeah. Brady, I miss that guy so much. Right now, he's down there. He's got a new restaurant open. I can't drive my car. Hey, Champ, if I, if I could, I'd be down there in a heartbeat. I No, he's not. You can't drive your car. Why? Oh, uh, i got to hang up with the registration and, and the drivers. Uh-oh. I need a copy of my book. Oh, no, you're stuck in South Carolina. Huh? You're stuck in South Carolina? No, no, South the Carolina. giant, that's the DMV, man. Brady, I just want to tell oh, you, man. you know, <laughs> I like what you said earlier about the Royal Rumble, 1990, you and Kelly were watching it. Tell Kelly she's got good taste. That was a hell of a Obviously. Royal Rumble. Paul Kogan went his first of two in a row back then, and nobody's yeah. done that. Back in those days, you know, Hulk Hogan, you know, nobody could beat him. I don't give a damn who it was. Nobody could beat him. Warrior did. Like Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon had to use two Hogan, referees Hogan got his with Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah. He used two referees with Ted DiBiase at the main event February 88 because he couldn't figure out how to strip the belt off of Hogan. Not even Andre could take it away from him, you know? I mean, Hogan I was not like the Express could take him in his height. I don't give a damn oh, what I, And you know what, Hulk? I'd have been in your quarter that night, and I'd have, I'd have taken out Virgil, DiBiase, and those two refs, man. I, and I'd have made sure I'd have, got, I'd have gone in. I'd made the three count for you, and you'd have still held the belt on Andre. And when he, and when he had you pinned, and they say it was only yeah. – a, it was a three count. Hulk raised his shoulder. I'd have told him, no, no. This match goes on, bro. It's the Hulkamania. And it will live forever. Especially inside of me. Most people, they just let it go in and out. 
you know, if they let it go in one ear and out the other. Me, I live by this, man, the training, the saying your prayers, the eat your vitals, the believing in yourself, believing in a Hulkamania. The man, the man is, you know, he's my inspiration. My first inspiration was my drill sergeant, drill sergeant Royston. He, hey, Hulk, he's the one that put Wasn't the that Lieutenant Mudd? Lieutenant Mudd was a dickhead. Uh, excuse my language, but he was. He was a weenie. He was a weenie. He thought he was a but, you know, I think he really wanted to be a lady. <laughs> he wanted to be a lady, didn't you? <laughs> uh, we, well. we didn't call him Lieutenant Mike. We called him Lieutenant Dumb. Oh, and something else. Brady I gotta say this about uh, a team I used to like, but they're in Las Vegas now, and I'm walking away from them. But I'm not walking wow. away from the history. I'm not walking That's away from huge. the history that I went through when I was yeah. a kid. I mean, the team I watched never lost a Super Bowl. We beat Minnesota 32 to 14 Super Bowl 11. We beat. Philadelphia, no offense, Brady. Bill. No, I don't the remember Eagles. that they one. Twelve and four, we were eleven and five. We were the first wild card team <laughs> to win twenty-seven to ten over Philly. We shot everybody in the super dump, you know. And then, yeah, I was too when that I, happened. I was going to walk away from the Raiders when they moved. I was in basic training in eighty-two in June, and they were still in Oakland. I get out in September, and the Raiders were in Los Angeles. I was, I was thinking about walking away from them. But I stuck with them because there were still some old Oakland Raider players on that team, Cliff Branch, Ted Hendricks, Ray Guy. I was staying with my team, you know. And uh, now, again, the team that plays today, the Raiders that play yeah. today, they couldn't beat a freaking team at the other team. Two races were tied. Did you hear that? <laughs> and you know what, Brady? Anybody wants my What's season that? tickets? You know what? Be my guest. I'm walking away from it. I know I've paid money so far, but I know as an actor someday <laughs> I'll make way more money than 3,679 bucks I gave the stupid Raiders. You know, they, you know they'll they end up back in me. Oakland at some they point moved anyway. On me. They moved from <clears throat> Oakland to Las Vegas. Now Las Vegas, they're your headache now, baby. I put up. And if and Vince McMahon was to take over an NFL team, why doesn't he pick the Raiders? That's the most disappointed team in the NFL, man. Yeah, and, and it's funny because that team kept moving on you, Malcolm. They moved to L.A., then they moved back to Oakland, then they moved well, to Vegas. You know what? what I mean? Like, if they're always it's moving. Brady, it's all about me. Me becoming an actor. Me doing a movie with Hulk Hogan. Me doing a movie with Papa Stroh. Me maybe doing a movie with you in it, too. And I'm sorry, you know, but no rats, or, no rats or monkeys I, are included. I, I, I talked to your buddy the other day, Malcolm. I talked to David uh, Arquette. Uh, oh, you did? Well, I talked to yeah, Dave, too. He, he remembered Dave us. He said me. hi. Yeah, Dave I, I wanted him to do the podcast, but he can't. I told Dave something else. I told Dave, okay. you know, that I'm tired of people fawning all over me because I know you. And I said, I'm not passing any more information for anybody. If they want to meet David Arquette, meet him, meet him on their own, damn. I mean, I, I told Dave, and then he tells me, I said, I'm tired. He says, you can't use the name anymore. Well, you know what, Brady? What are you going to do, come and beat my ass? <sighs> <sighs> 
I love you, Malcolm. You're a treasure. I'm 251 pounds of Hulkamania, and you don't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with about me, but don't put your hands on me, okay? Wow. Okay. Nobody's putting their hands on you, Malcolm. Trust me. I'm talking about you, Brady. I'm talking about these candy asses. Barack and Jeff Jarrett would say that we're suck up for this and suck up for that. You know what, dude? You need to get a wife, man. I've got one. So why don't you work on getting one? Wow, what a promo. I love you, brother. Wow, that's great. I love no, you, Malcolm, and I can't wait for things to open up because I want to drive I down and meet you. I want to do something Papa Stro at the Hall of Fame Awards. I want to do something special for you, Papa Stro. I don't know what I'm going to do, okay. but I'm going to create something. Oh, please do. Yeah. Street. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. You street for it. You guys are my man. No. Ah, another, now there's evidence ah. of me saying that. I'm only kidding. Don't street. No, I'm not going to street. I don't street. I, I got you, bro. Also, don't commit suicide. That's for weenies. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to be blown up, shot. I'm going to go out like a man, like the soldier I am, brother. There you go, Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pleasure to talk to you, Malcolm. You're, you're, uh, Always a pleasure to talk to you. You're, you're one of a kind, man. Thank you. You guys are, too. All right. Take care, Malcolm. All right. <laughs> I apologize uh, for uh, for that, but uh, you know what? I, I, listen, everybody's uh, entitled to their opinion for sure. I just don't uh, care for that word. But I, I mean, I, to each his own, I guess. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's uh, let's see here. We got more, Stro. But oh, wait, there's more. All right. Yeah. Wait, there's more, right? Yeah. Uh, I love you, Malcolm. Try not to. I, I'm just gonna edit that word out just because I don't care for that. Uh, let's go to. Uh, Let's go to Tora. What's going on, Tora? Hey. How you doing? Hey. I'm doing great. How's everybody? Everybody's good. Everybody's good. We missed you. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on in St. Louis? Anything new? Um... We're getting a lot of a lot of thousand people at Bush Stadium this year. That's okay. cool. That's a lot of people. But no but no Saint Patrick parade. Oh. Oh bummer. Are you Irish to where I never asked? No, I'm not Irish. Okay. 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 Yeah. I thought you might have been. I, I wasn't sure. My main thing is that um, I'm getting sick and tired of Justin's mouth. Uh, you know what? I don't want to talk about Justin. If you, uh, you know, I, I that I, I'm trying to keep the airways clean of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Are you excited for WrestleMania? Yes, I am. What what do you think is going to be most exciting? Is it going to be Braun and uh, Shane? I think that them two are going to tear each other apart. Like you know what last they should do? Night. They should have Shane climb to the top of like the uh, the Thunderdome, like with all the screens. He should climb to the top of that, and then Braun should just like get a step stool and reach up and grab him and like throw him down. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> right. That would be good, I think. Tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. 
my main so, uh, point. Anything else? Oh no, my main point is that it's going to be a good WrestleMania this year. I hope yeah. that mm-hmm. whoever that wins it wins. You know. Yeah, I hope whoever wins wins yeah. as well. Yeah, pretty much. I hate it when yeah. like the guy wins and then he like it turns out he lost. Yeah. You know? Or worse yet when the fans yeah. lost because somebody won. I'm actually really surprised about the fans. I'm really surprised that they coming back and being back in business. That that well, you know what? so yeah, much. I- so no, I think they learned from the super, when they saw the Super Bowl, you know, because it's the same stadium. So when they saw they could do oh, it at yeah. the Super Bowl, I think they realized that, like, they're really missing out not trying to do it, you know? Yeah. So I, and I'm guessing they'll use cardboard cutout fans and probably have a section with the screens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it'll be good. It'll be good. Who do you think will win between Lashley and McIntyre? Mm. I was hoping McIntyre. <laughs> Me too. Actually, I was hoping Lashley. But I expect McIntyre is going to win, I should say. I think yeah. he's probably going to be the guy that does win. But yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for uh, I'm hoping for Lashley. I'm hoping for Lashley. That guy's crazy, man. And he's Jack, mm. too. Yeah. So, good stuff. Oh, yeah. Who, uh... Mine. What's up? I have... I thought you... I oh, I think we're losing my, you there. Uh, my kitten... She's uh, yeah. sick. Uh-oh. What she happened? Has, she she okay? No, she has blood in her urine. Oh. Oh, that ain't good. No, that's not good. Yeah. And she don't Did you take her to the vet? Yeah, I took her to the vet. And they're going to What do they think it is? What you call it? Uh, attracted urinate? I'm not sure. It's something. It's something. I'm sorry that your cat is peeing blood, Tor. We'll definitely keep. Uh, what's the cat's name so I can pray for it? Bella. Valor? Bella. Bella. Like the Bella Twins. Yeah. Okay. That's easy to remember. They're two of my favorites. Yeah. I'll pray for her. I'll pray for her, Bella. Right. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. the worst. That's the worst. Hopefully you catch okay to her. But just remember, you were all worried about your own health, and you were worried about your mom's health, and both those turned out okay, so maybe Bella will be okay. Oh, yeah, and then comes right now, my mom gets to have visitors. That's great. That's great. You get, yeah. you, gotta, uh, you got you got to do a live stream, like, we'll go visit her. 
Listen, I'll be praying for you and your family. It's great to talk to you as always, Toria. And uh Thank you. And try and patch things up with Justin. We we love all you guys. We want all you guys to be happy. It's kind of difficult with him. He just don't understand it's that I'm not even I'm not even the one that's doing all these fake facial pages. Oh yeah, no. I don't think he thinks it's you. I, I <laughs> love you, Tori. Love you too. Love you guys. And we'll be praying right, for Bella. Care, you, love you, you too. Stay safe, Tori. Yeah. Hopefully, we talk to you real yeah. soon. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, apparently, Justin's been saying that Dustin and Tori are creating a bunch of fake Facebook pages, and I don't think Tori is doing it. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's see. So we got one more caller. You know, he's ready. He's got the phone up. He's ready to go. <laughs> he's, uh, look at him. He's been itching. He's been on for two hours. He's like, when is it my, you know, in, 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 you know, in the words of Ellen Hart, you know, it's, it's enough is enough and it's time for a change. What's going on, rap boy? How you doing, homie? Happy 316 because I said so and drink a beer. I love it. And <laughs> I want a green. And I want you to deliver a I green want, bagel to my door tomorrow. Hang on. It's 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Happy Green Day to all your Irish yeah. people out there. Yeah. And for that green bagel, you want, yeah. oh, you, want the, you want the green bagel with the, with the green cheese in it? I want to get pinched. No, I wore green because I'm worried the feds are coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I am? that's a sign of a man. You get pinched and you don't squeal. Yeah. No. Man up. Not Holy me. Godfather. Or good fellas, I mean. Right. But it's this yeah. way. I, I am Irish. I am Irish. I can't wait to drink my Irish cream coffee tomorrow. And yeah. maybe the air, maybe in the afternoon that. I would take a walk, take a walk down to McDonald's and get a, a, a Shamrock Shake. I had a Shamrock Shake. I would say week. eat green eggs and ham, but that was canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Seriously. Uh, I used to live on Mulberry Street. I can't find my copy of that book. I used to love that book as a kid, and I have it somewhere right? here. I can't find it, but I want to see what was so offensive about it. <laughs> Come over here and I'll and I show you what, what our Marbury Street looks like. Yeah, I'll bet. You exaggerate yeah. like the guy on Mulberry Street. That was the first exposure I had to the business. He was working everybody. Oh, really? Well, I, yeah, I, like, I, I remember it. Like he'd, he'd, be like, he'd talk to his like mom about what he saw on the way home from school, and like he wouldn't describe it as anything. And then he just started making stuff up that happened on his way home from school. And, like, he just it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and he kept adding to it. He was working her. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to get into this wrestling news because let's say... Yeah, throw your rat rumors at us, boy. Let's put our hands together in a new day. 
the new the new day is the tag team champion once again. Well, you know, I actually had real yeah. thoughts about that, Stro, and I'm curious what you think as well. Uh, I understand that the reasoning behind that was basically because they needed to find a way to get AJ at one WrestleMania. I understand that, and that makes total sense. I just feel like the way they've invested in the Hurt business this year, how do you do that to Shelton and um, Cedric? I mean, they have been yeah. so good. And in a lot of ways, to show. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, I don't know that Lashley was as big of a deal as he was if it wasn't for that group. So, like, and that's not to take away from Lashley, but, like, you know, where does this leave them? Are they going to be in some battle royal now? I, I hope they don't make it a triple threat tag match because I, I hate the triple threats all the time. Uh, but I feel like they need to be something. Even if they're, like, just part of Lashley's entourage, they need to be out there in some form. Absolutely. And MVP right. doesn't get enough credit for what he's put together with the Hurt. Oh, he's been amazing. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, He's been top-notch. And I never expected it either. I remember uh, Ratboy telling me that MVP was going to stay with them long-term. And I was like, yeah, you're full of crap. Like, there's no way. Like, <laughs> no right, he's the only one over a year now? Has been over a year now that he's been with them? He, he came back at the Royal Rumble last year, so 14 months. Mm-hmm. And they originally just were going to use him as like a backstage guy. And then I guess he had this idea of bringing together all these underutilized wrestlers, you know, and it, it worked. Anyway, Red Boy, I cut you off. You were saying? Uh, I, said, I said that, that match with AJ Styles and Omar and the New Day. Omar, I don't even yeah. want to care for it. I'm not even going to care for it because there's nothing there. There's no history. You think it could be like, because I remember when Sean had like Nash as his bodyguard. Um, they they were fun, you know, and they and they were together like a little bit like that before they won the tag team title, probably around the same amount of time. Um, but they had such good chemistry when they actually started teaming despite the fact that they weren't really, like, long-time partners. I, I wonder if it might not be something like that. I always like the dynamic of, like, a big guy and a little guy uh, in a tag team. So I'm really curious. Like, I, I first of all, I think AJ and Amos are going to win the belts. I, there's really no question in my mind. Um, I just I, – I, I think it's going to be a really good thing. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's no history. I only want to care for it. There's, there's another well, match, I mean, what okay? kind of history, you know? Yeah. There's no history there. Speaking of history. Between, between the two dudes, you know, AJ against the New Day. There's yeah. nothing there. What, what's that show? Speaking of history, you know, part of me wishes that Daniel Bryan and, and Roman Reigns was more of a WrestleMania match in Fastlane, just because the fact that these two have so much, so much history between each other, you know, through the years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Going back to the shield. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I can see I can see a couple of years ago that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I right, can see that this fast lane, I can see that this fast lane, you know, whoever wins SmackDown against uh the Uso versus uh Edge, I think Edge is gonna take it and all of a sudden 
It's going to be a triple threat match at WrestleMania. With Brian. With Brian, yes. Well, hmm. there you go, Strell. Maybe it'll be a triple uh, threat. I, I can see, I can see, I, I can see uh, how they're maybe. building it up because, because the next step, what, what happened was that. boy doesn't make stuff up. Saturday, <laughs> I put it on my Facebook, right? I saw a picture of all three at WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You know, I, 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 I've been saying it for weeks. It it's going to be a triple threat. They're going to be a triple threat match. I, I'm not a fan of the triple threat matches, but if you're going to do one, I think that's the spot to do it. And on top of that, mm-hmm. um, if you don't, I don't know what you do with Daniel Bryan, who you've really been trying to position hard this year. So it makes yeah, sense. Plus, 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 if you look at it, okay. There was not one championship belt at WrestleMania for a triple threat match. This is the first time they're doing it. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, and they usually love triple different. threats in four ways at WrestleMania. You know, yeah, but, you but, know what? Uh, but we're going back to talking about Sheamus right? yeah. earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, for all the hard work he's been doing, all the great matches he's been pulling out, man, I would have him and freaking Matt Riddle for the title at WrestleMania. That would be good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'd i so. be on board with that. Because Riddle needs somebody. Right. You know, the only other one I was thinking... in the past. The only other one I was thinking was uh, Keith Lee, if he came back as a bad guy. That's true. Keith Lee, right? That was the only other one I was thinking, because, like... He's got to be frustrated that he's always beaten Riddle, and like now Riddle's a champion, and he hasn't been around, you know. But That's yeah, true. no, I I would be <laughs> right. all on board with Sheamus being in that match, though. I think it'd be a good spot for him. Absolutely, yeah, me too. Okay, yeah. okay, let, let me give, let, let me uh, switch gears, like everybody else says. We're going to switch gears right now to AEW oh, okay, right. uh, control. The gears. AEW you just take the wheel, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just got an update today, okay? AEW is coming to Philadelphia on October 6, 2021. What would that be? For Dynamite October or for pay-per-view? For Dynamite. like a pay-per-view, October 6th. Okay. Mm. So they're back to touring now? Yes. Where? At Temple? Oh. They were at Temple. Uh, right? um, I did, uh, were they, uh, were Hulk Hogan versus Sting at before? Yeah, yeah, yeah went Temple. That Temple? was um, the yeah. Chorus Center. That, sure, that yeah. was uh, the last time Dynamite came to town. Yeah, that's right. Like, so many people can say that, like, like Kathy can say that she saw Hulk Hogan body flame Andre the Giant in front of 93,000 people. In Detroit, and uh, I can wow. forever say that um, I, with Rat Boy, I got to see Hulk Hogan body slam Sting in front of 93 people in Philadelphia uh, at Down for Glory. Wait, it was me, you, Dixie Bruce. A couple rows away. Dixie Carter was just a couple rows away from us too. It was crazy. Oh man! It was me, you, Bruce. Yeah. Albert and, and, and Mark. Yeah, and plus, and I uh, somebody else. Plus, 
I don't remember who I took because I, I had seats not quite. I was a couple of rows behind you guys because I went through the magazine yeah. to get my tickets. So I was with one of the other writers. It might might have been Kevin McElvaney or DJ or somebody. Yeah. Not the DJ. Hey, at, the end of show, at the end of that show, did they give out free gimmicks? Because the last TNA Impact show I went to, at the end, they were, like, giving out free TNA chips, hot fries. And uh, they didn't do it at Bound for Glory, but no. I did go to a, one at the uh, at the ECW arena where they did that, where they were giving out stuff. That was the one where right. I was trying to take the Widow's Peak from Victoria, and I panicked, and last minute I didn't show for it. <laughs> wow. Like, I remember. She was, talking about, she was talking about wanting to Widow's Peak, one of the writers, and, like, you know, I, I said I was going, and we arranged something, and, like, it was going to happen. And then, like, I got there, and she had a line, and I'm like, you know, for signing, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to. And I, I decided not to do it. So I, I didn't take the widow's piece. Uh, Probably for the best. Oh, man. Probably for the best. Because when I was supposed to get, I was supposed to get slammed by Angel Orsini, and uh, they replaced me with another writer for it, and that guy broke his hand. So it probably was oh, for crap. the best that I didn't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry, oh, man. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, when you mentioned when I mentioned that, it? right? Uh, it brought yeah. me back from the whole Koganish thing. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the time when when my arm was in the sling in 2011. Yeah. When he almost died on the table. Oh, wow. Yes. Yep. Who would have thought you taking a body? Who, who, Stro, who would have thought, I mean, you met Rat Boy. I mean, he's physically imposing, right? He, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he took a choke slam from a seven foot tall independent wrestler and broke his shoulder. Oh, geez. Now tell me what promoter would put that together. Hmm. <laughs> you know? Right. Hmm. I happened. found out who's done it. It happened. I found out who's done it. I know who yeah, was yeah, behind duh. it. <laughs> I know who was behind all that stuff. There were a lot of people who were really upset. No, no, because, like, no was like, generally considered one of the better fans. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, and plus. Just glad you're okay, Rap Boy. Made it through, you know. It, it, yeah, but, it, 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 but food, honestly, I'm right. going to say that this independent league was mad about another company was coming in to the company. Right, to their to their area and they didn't like it yeah. one bit. And it was yeah. uh I wanna say say the company's name, but I don't think they're around no more. Beast Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Well it was around that time. And actually Voice of Choice yeah. owned Beast. Yes. Uh-huh. So they so you see where it all ties together, Strong? <laughs> yeah. 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 I get the picture they, now. They're trying yeah. to get me out of so they're trying to get me out of the picture, but they never did because I'm still living suckers. That's right, brother. You outlive Beast. He's like the yeah. he's the cockroach of all this uh, independent wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> the survivor. Wait, wait, there was a nuclear I, I, blast I, I, I and he came crawling out. Put it this way. I noticed all these wrestlers, okay, dying of an early age. Look at me. I'm still mm-hmm. going. I'm still going oh, strong. Athlete. Don't jinx yourself. Knock on wood. And, and, and plus, you like wine, plus, right, boy. You like wine. Right, boy. <laughs> plus, plus, like moldy plus bread. When, plus, when they get hurt, they like to he take... He ages. 
they, they like to uh, take painkillers and all this other stuff. They, they, they take, they take painkillers and all, but hey, for me, I ain't take no painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like one, one thing about me, I, I never took a drug in my damn life, you know, and all of a sudden, look at me, I'm still around. Yeah. <laughs> this is you all natural. Yeah, oh, I'm man. all natural, you know, I, I don't drink that much. You know, I I don't smoke that wacky weed where we like want to throw it. You smoke that wacky that's nicotine, though. That's it. No. no. I only smoke regular cigarettes because I make my own. You make your own cigarettes. Cool. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right, Rapport. So let's wrap right. it up here because I think we're about out for the show. Uh, anything yeah, else you wanted to bring up? up? Let's wrap it up. All right. So, uh, oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> have a good week. Wrap it up. Uh, everybody have a good week, for, you know, and plus we, we uh, catch everybody on the rat channel right here. Oh, I'm sorry, Brady. In the room on the VOC Nation the rat at 9 o'clock next Tuesday. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Love you, rap boy. We'll talk to you real soon. Uh, <laughs> Stro, did you have anything that uh, you wanted to add to this hot mess before we slap a bow on it and make it presentable? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, just once again, plug in WCB Retro. Talk about mm-hmm. Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes on Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com. Um, you know, buy, buy our shirts on VOC, with VOC Nation on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Uh, listen to all the great podcasts right we got here on VOCNation.com. Um and this Friday night, my horror sci fi sci fi show, Pro Zone, twelve PM midnight or twelve yeah. We'll be uh featuring the Phantom of the Thousand League in the nineteen fifties. So please uh tune into that. It should be fun. <laughs> should be great. I and absolutely everybody needs to check out all this great stuff. Uh, check out all these Incredible stuff that VOC Nation has to offer. Uh, check out the new VOC Nation logo on VOCNation.com. Be sure to check out the Patreon when it rolls out. Uh, support us on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com and search VOC Nation. Be sure to subscribe. Click on that little bell so you get a notification every time a new uh, item drops. You get a little ding, you know, and it's absolutely great. Check out all these incredible shows on VOC Nation. Uh, we have Shelly Live tomorrow. We have Wrestling With History. Shelly Live is uh, Shelly Martinez, by the way, TNA and WWE. Uh, don't forget Wrestling With History tomorrow. Voice of Choice, Bill After, Killer Ken Resnick. Uh, we got a brand new episode of Obey the Puck tomorrow. Thursday, we got WCW Retro with the Strohs talking Dusty Rhodes. Uh, you can call into that show, too, at 914-338-1885. So be sure to uh, interact with the maestro. And uh, HIAC Talk Radio also on Thursday. A uh, new episode of No BS with the Bull. Manny Fernandez uh, drops on Friday, as well as uh, My Big Break. I believe it's called My Big Break with Jerry Strauss. Uh, I'm excited about that. Jerry's been a longtime friend and colleague of mine, a former writer at Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And his brother, Strauss, is actually... His brother is actually Robbie E. If you remember him from TNA, Robert Stone. Oh, yeah. So he's part of you. Right on. Now Jerry Strauss. 
so be sure to check that out as well. Tremendous, tremendous guy. Uh, Jerry's been a longtime friend of mine, so I, I can't wait to check out his interviews. And the dude knows everybody. He does commentary for Northeast Wrestling, which is like one of the bigger operations kind of, you know, out of New England and New York and, and New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania. So be sure to check out Jerry Strauss, my big break. I believe debuting this Friday right here on VOC Nation, available on YouTube as well as on our uh, podcast feed, which you can check out uh, on all of our great platform providers. Lots of great stuff all weekend long. Be sure to check it out. Thank you to Killian McMurphy for coming on, talking Super 8. We're going to try and get another Super 8 guest next week as well as we build toward the big May 1st show. Also, April 3rd, the day before Easter, ECWA Night of Unusual Matches. Be sure to check that out. Uh, these shows both coming from the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. And uh, thank you to the best casting crew I could ask for. Thank you to Stro, Kathy, Derek, Matt, Ray. Thank you to Ratboy for your help. Happy Austin 316 Day. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. I love you all very much. And we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.